Hi, this is Eddie Deason. You're listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall. I was Mandark in Dexter's laboratory. Ha 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 ha. You are listening to Breaking the Fourth Wall on Realm of the Mist Entertainment. Hey guys, Christopher Stolle here with Mark and uh, Tricia from Make My Food Awesome. Guys, how you doing? Good. Good. How are you? Uh, I'm great. And... I got to start off real quick. Um, again, I, I was new to the channel. I was checking it out. It's a, it's a channel on YouTube. Mm-hmm. I want people to know that right away. Uh, that this all started was a couple years ago. You guys were thinking about doing this, but it was all started from Mark, you having basically a heart attack. Well, I was diagnosed in 2017 with cardiomyopathy. I was actually on the verge of having a heart attack or a stroke. Okay. And I got taken into the hospital. They diagnosed me. And then basically that's where, you know, I've (laughs) always done the cooking and everything like that. I've been working in film for 25 years. So I wanted to just combine everything. And then Trish and I reconnected after 27 27 years. years. (laughs) (laughs) I caught that. I caught that. You guys were, you guys went to school together. Actually, no, we didn't. We went to two neighboring schools. And we worked our first like real job. That's what it was. Yeah. McDonald's (laughs) McDonald's when we were 16. That's where we met. (laughs) Now with, with, uh, with you guys, there was always obviously a passion for food, uh, even eating at McDonald's, uh, before the, before the, uh, make my food awesome idea came around, uh, which obviously kind of took a change because of your, your, your medical condition, uh, in the sense that you kind of went more vegan uh with with a lot of your presentations was wasn't that always the uh presentation for the idea before everything happened or this is because yeah well make my food awesome came out of me being diagnosed before then part of the reason i i it led up to me having the high blood pressure and everything is because i was eating anything and everything that was fattening i was just i mean i would just make recipes off of whatever well to go way back in time <laughs> he's always messed around with food when we because we worked together at mcdonald's and then for big boys through like a golf course concession so he was always a very creative person that way always was messing around with flavors and foods so yeah i mean as an as you become mm-hmm. an adult you know you get into bad habits so oh yeah yeah he he always had a bug for cooking but i think mm-hmm. his his near you know Death. <laughs> <laughs> kind of made him rethink like how could i yeah. share my passion but do it in a more healthy way well no that that that's absolutely awesome that that's why i was curious was it something that was always kind of uh on the back of your mind of like if i did do this show i would want to make more healthier choice foods or was it uh i want to make ice cream sundaes and stuff like that and then all of a sudden it's like well no maybe i shouldn't do that <laughs> yeah well, it, the, the show wasn't even and in an, it wasn't even an idea because uh, our friends, Tony and Shirley, um, big shout out to them. Yeah. Uh, they've helped with marketing and, and working on trying to get this branded 
Um, but that came about after I was diagnosed. But I would go up there, and I, I remember in one weekend, I cooked a whole turkey dinner, for a Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner, and, I, and then that was on a Saturday. And then the, on that Sunday, I kicked, cooked a whole ham and, <laughs> and mashed potatoes, and they had more food left in their, <laughs> in their fridge than, than I brought up. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was that. That was the turning point was the, the whole heart condition. Yeah. Oh. Well, obviously, the big question is, do you miss it? I mean, not the heart condition, obviously. I mean, the, the types of food you would eat beforehand. I lost audio. Oh, you guys there? Uh, okay, there, there you are. There we are. I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> I lost audio for a minute. <laughs> but um, uh, no, I, I miss like seafood, certain okay. aspects of it. But now it's, I experiment so much more because there, I'm using so many different ingredients. I don't put any sodium whatsoever into any of my food. No, he uses a, a sodium um, substitute. Yeah, it's potassium, potassium chloride. Okay. Um, suggested for heart patients and people that you know have high blood pressure and things like that but yeah he i i'm have to say he does so well with flavors and spices and things that i don't even miss the salt when he cooks you don't even you know and then when i do eat something that's really sodium laden i'm like oh my gosh this is so salty (laughs) (laughs) but he he's a a phenomenal cook he really is right so if I'm understanding correctly from, from everything that's happening, like I, I obviously will step away now from, from uh, what the catalyst was that created the show to mm-hmm. the show itself. Um, oh, I brain farted myself here for a second. You're, you're, um, you said that you started off uh, obviously at McDonald's and, and mm-hmm. stuff, like most people had a, had a fast food job and all, right. uh, but you have a, a formal training in the culinary arts or were you were an actor and you just kind of dabbled. It was, <laughs> I actually, I, not really any tr- training other than the fact, you know, I, I worked at a round table pizza in California for a while. Okay. Um, I'm presently employed at the Milford House Bar and Grill um, as a cook in, in their kitchen. Uh, and I've worked, you know, uh, little places here and there, different restaurants, but I mean, I, nothing where I went to school for it. Okay. It's everything I, I've learned along the way in, in self-taught. Self-taught and then, you know, learning from the chefs that he works with. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Have they uh, seen the show? What do they think of it, your, your co-workers? <laughs> I know that I think some of them are subscribed, but none of them have said anything to me because after all this, everything's happened with, um, with the quarantine. Right. I, I was laid off because I was actually, because... I'm high risk. Right. So I was laid off temporarily and just waiting to go back. But um, some of them have subscribed. They just have not commented well, on anything I, yet. I think it's interesting too, because chef was talking to him about maybe bringing some vegan options to the restaurant yes. menu. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, hoping to kind of like test things out, you know, in the restaurant and see, see where that goes. So, Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not a terrible idea. I worked, uh, ironically enough, in Colorado. I worked for a uh, Philadelphia cheesesteak uh, oh, nice. restaurant 
And I only worked with her because she was actually from Philly, got the ingredients from Philly. It was an authentic cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember getting annoyed because uh, we used to have uh, vegetarian vegan people come in and mm-hmm. they would come into a cheesesteak place and demand <laughs> a non-meat cheesesteak. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot you can do with that if you don't have. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's yeah. like I don't, I don't go to Salad Works and demand a steak. <laughs> but I mean, you know, it, 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 it prompted to the point where we started looking into those, uh, those meat substitutes like Boca. Yes. Right? And mm-hmm. apparently it was, it was an awesome seller. People actually enjoyed it, uh, including mm-hmm. people who were meat eaters who just wanted to try something different. So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely not a terrible idea to bring different options in, into different areas. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, now with the way with the way you cook and I, again I haven't gotten that far and I, I started watching your channel I have, I'm not going to spoil anything because we want people to go to your channel but your style your style of cooking is it uh, would you say it's more like a higher class type cooking or would you say it's more like the the for lack of a better term here I, I don't know the the vegan equivalent here but like the the Saturday evening barbecue uh, barbecue burger and fries style uh, of cooking? I think it would be a combination of both. You, okay. you can do both. It, I guess it depends mm. on who he's cooking for. But I love w- when it comes down to it, the one thing that I always say is the first thing you see on your plate, you, you're going to eat with your eyes. Right. And that's in the first thing you see, you know, you're going to, you're going to, it's either a plate of mess or it's something that's going to look nice. So I completely believe in, I don't care if it's a hamburger, I don't care what, it has to look nice. Right. And then it has to taste good. And, you know, you just have to go through all those steps. Um, I know of people who've said that, well, I don't care what it looks like, just as long <laughs> as it tastes good. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> you're, you're braver than me. <laughs> oh, I've I've uh, I, I've lived the bachelor lifestyle. Think about fifty different uh, ingredients with ramen noodles. I mean, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't look good. <laughs> so anyway, you were saying, I'm sorry. No, no, oh, that's all right. That's that's pretty much. I mean, I I like it to look nice on the plate, so I like to take my time, um, garnish it. You know, I'm all, I. <laughs> and we've got a little garden so we can grab basil and, and a lot of fresh, you know, uh, herbs out there to go ahead and garnish it with. But I, I, I like it to look nice and then it has to taste good. Yes. Well, and cooking, I, I have three kids and my oldest has moved out. So I have um, one, one son and my daughter's home and my son that's living with us is a very picky eater. Uh-huh. And he's gotten him to eat all sorts of things that I could have never <laughs> gotten him to try. So they're kind of our test group every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, he does a mix of both, but it, it, it's always really good stuff. I mean, I, I have to say you haven't had too many flubs, actually, <laughs> which is good. I, I think the, the first flub that I, <laughs> that I actually had when we, when we started seeing each other again was I tried making a pizza <laughs> a vegan pizza and crust. it in the crust the recipe that I used for it I will never use again <laughs> but it turned out it was like eating cardboard and I, it was it tasted like <laughs> and I, I gave it to her her oldest son and he just he took a bite out of it and and just he didn't say anything bad but then I was walking out the door five minutes later going up and getting him a hot and ready so 
<laughs> well, my oldest son eats everything, so right there, I was like, oh. I, I felt really bad about that. <laughs> well, we forgave you for it. <laughs> well, that, that that's one of the things that I, that I found interesting just in the first episode of, of uh, Make My Food Awesome is you guys sitting there telling telling your story of what, what started the show and all. And the dynamic between you two, like uh, like you said, is uh, Mark. You're the you're the kind of the mad inventor, the bad, mad scientist <laughs> who, who yeah. is taking all these things and kind of putting it together. But the interesting dynamic is uh, Trisha. You're kind of the, for lack of a better term here, you're kind of the nutritionist. You're the gardener who who grows all the food that that you guys use together, and yeah. and it. it the one thing that I that I get did get uh, from the show is that you guys are, are very adamant on using fresh, homegrown ingredients as opposed to going to the store. Even though you said you know you can go to the store and pick up, you know, uh, bell green peppers and, mm -hmm. and and spiral them out if that's what you want to do. But mm -hmm. you, you guys were very adamant about, especially home gardening and and using ingredients that you grew yourself. And obviously, uh, from what I take of it, and correct me if I'm wrong here, Trisha, that, that's really your influence. That's your area of expertise, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've been gardening since I was like four years old. Okay. And I, am, I, I have a science background, so I am really a scientist. She's my nerd. <laughs> I'm a nerd, <laughs> and I, I'm proud of it. I mean, I think it's important that you know, adults and children alike know where your food comes from. If you have the opportunity to dabble with it, to experiment with it, why not? I mean, it's kind of a, a lost art in certain parts of, of society. I mean, we get so used to the convenience of picking things up. So, you know, from a little kid, I was introduced to canning and gardening and I've introduced my kids to that. So I think, it, I think it's an important part of mm -hmm. preparing your food. It, it's knowing where it comes from. And it's nice having her there because for, for lack of a better word when i when i miss say something or or i for, or i forget she'll 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 quickly fill it in which i'm thankful for because when i've tried filming stuff by myself back before you know we we got together um i it's to script it out and then i forget something and i get flustered and i have to go back but it's nice to have Trisha, you know, she gives insight with the nutrition, um, all, all the health benefits, but then also because of the fact that she picks up my slack. So, <laughs> well, I, Trust me, I, I more than understand, like you guys can't hear it in the background, but whenever I'm rambling or I'm going into a story I shouldn't be going into, uh, <laughs> I have a voice in the background. It usually says, shut up, idiot. Let them talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's nice to have a conscience once in a while. <laughs> yeah, it's good to have a partner that, you know, keeps you on your toes. <laughs> now, um, obviously, with, with some, of these, uh, some of these dishes that you guys try to show people, you have to test them and try them yourself, see if they work or don't work. Uh, how often have you guys been there, like you said, we were talking about flubs earlier, where you were like, uh, again, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing out – could probably something that's completely left field but like mm -hmm. let's say for the sake of argument you were creating a uh, a garden veggie burger you know just for the <laughs> sake of argument and you want it to look and taste and feel like the real thing without obviously using meat or whatever the case may be mm -hmm. how many times do you have to go through testing and trying and you know 
trial and error and oh no that that tastes too much like a like a you know whatever (laughs) what it's supposed to be you know god you could taste the eggplant in that that doesn't taste like a burger you know whatever um (laughs) how many how many times you guys go through that before you even wind up putting it on air well it's funny because i sometimes we'll test and sometimes our test is when we do it on the show. Well, and it, well it is. I mean, it, it depends on what the purpose of the show is. Right. I mean, to show people that they can make it on their own and that we're human, we make mistakes too. So, I mean, we do. There's, I guess, I, what I would notice is the more complicated the recipe might be or we might anticipate it to be, we'll totally test run it. Mm-hmm. And then, say, yeah, maybe we need more of that or less of that or whatever, but sometimes it's, here we go. (laughs) And and the big thing that I stress um, all the time is you have to take whatever it is and make it your own. If you, if you want to add something in, add it in. If you want to leave something out, leave it out. We just did two shows for um, Middle Eastern dishes. Mm -hmm. Um, And they, the, the one had mint in it. Actually both had mint in it, but the one the mint in it was sticking to our teeth while we were filming. Our episode. And, and I had, I, exactly, we were I picking know, it out. Like... Um, and so Trisha was, she was trying not to eat, to even eat too many bites because it was sticking in her teeth. And, and I, I'm not a big mint person, but there was so much mint in there. It was like, I had just put a tube of toothpaste in my <laughs> my mouth and took a bite of the food. I mean, it, it was it was. So yeah, was like strong. if we're gonna cook with men again, we know what <laughs> we're gonna do and what we're not just gonna do. Don't use too much, <laughs> <laughs> or cut it really small. Yes. <laughs> so um, obviously, when when you create these episodes and and all, you're 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 basically giving out your 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 recipes. Uh, to people you're giving them the play-by-play on how to make these dishes like you said you can add or remove what you wish to add or remove which makes it a very versatile but uh what is like one of your favorite dishes that you've released thus far like one, what's one of the episodes where you were like god that was a really good dish yeah oh well i we have a couple I, but well, go, ahead. You go ahead i'm gonna say i did an apple pie these little tiny small apple pies Okay. And those tur- and I found this great recipe. We lost we lost audio again. Probably one of my favorite ones. Um, but there's I mean there's been a lot of dishes. Well, that- I think I liked our cauliflower oh yeah season. oh yeah okay well what's the long title of that one the honey that sriracha. Is honey sriracha <laughs> spicy cauliflower wings. wings those were good and our this is gonna sound weird but it's really good it is uh, oh my gosh avocado so chocolate pudding is yes. actually really good okay yes. i'm gonna ignore the avocado chocolate pudding not, <laughs> you can't I'm, even tell it's in there i'm not an <laughs> avocado fan but you you have me at the sriracha cauliflower wings yeah yes. we're talking Honey. we're talking like boneless hot wings yeah made out of cauliflower yep they're really good yep you just batter them and you bake them and then you toss them in a sriracha honey sauce and then you put um, some sesame seeds on top 
Or if you don't like those, you don't yeah. have to put those on. And oh my gosh. And Trisha makes a phenomenal vegan ranch dressing. Okay. And yeah, my, my mouth's here. watering <laughs> right now. It is so good. They're, they're so, I, I just made the other night, I tried doing it with some zucchini, but it didn't turn out the same way. But, but yeah, well, no, that's good recipe. You, you, you raise a good question for somebody like me who's kind of ignorant to, to, uh, to, things that are or are not uh vegan or or vegetarian in, in nature like obviously i know meat is you know meat and vegetables are vegetables but like when you said with ranch like a vegan ranch i know there's a dairy uh component to ranch but outside of that what makes uh, a vegetarian ranch different from a regular ranch okay so usually you'll use a buttermilk base or something um a milk product. So to replace that, you can replace it with like rice milk or an almond milk that's unflavored. Okay. Um, a lot of the different uh, milk, non-dairy milk products are nut-based or um, yeah, grain rice soy. based yeah. soy. Yeah. So I usually use an unflavored rice milk for that. And then everything else you can um, purchase, they do have vegan mayonnaise, which mm -hmm. is all veggie based. Just okay. like a margarine, most margarines are veggie based, but um, you know, it has the flavoring as what a traditional mayo would have. And then all your normal spices that you would normally put in ranch. So um, that's usually, we experiment with all of those. Mm -hmm. And I find like the rice, if you're looking to make a savory, you know, uh, dressing that you would replace, you know, not having eggs or milk in it, then, you know, I use the rice. If I want something a little sweeter, I'll go with the almond. Okay. So yeah, just experimenting with uh, different products on the market. Um, that's part of part of our fun on the show as well is testing things out. Mm -hmm. How well does this work? What does it taste like? Would we recommend you trying it? That sort of stuff. So, well, I, it, the the nice thing about about the experimentation is it does open up worlds to people like myself who who again you know. I just as soon go to Taco Bell and, and grab, you know, a, a beef and bean burrito as, as opposed to, you know, a salad for, for sake of argument. But at the same time, I'm not, I'm not one of those people. It's like, I'm against uh, vegetables. I just don't think of them as a, as a full on meal. I always thought of them as more of a side dish type. Right. Thing. Right. So it, it does, it does have a, a versatility in, in, in the fact that you're giving more information about, uh, this lifestyle with, uh, and I don't want to come off as judgmental in this. So if I do, I do apologize in this oh, no. No with a lot of, with a lot of vegans and vegetarians, a lot of times they come off as very elitist when they're telling you how their <laughs> lifestyle is better for you than anybody else's. Right. So one thing I did take from so far from the show is that you guys do not come off like that. You guys do come off as approachable to people like myself who are like, well, why can't, why can't I have a, a, a chicken leg once in a while, mm -hmm. you know, or, or whatever the case may be. Um, with that said, and with the versatility, uh, a lot of your recipes could in fact also be used with non vegetarian or, or vegan style meals. Like if somebody yeah. wanted to have chicken breast along with uh with uh, spiraled uh, spaghetti, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, you know, your your recipes do incorporate with that as well, correct? Yes. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. And then, of course, the the big question I got to ask is, uh, 
why YouTube? In the world of like Food Network and, and all that, was it, was it a personal choice to go YouTube or is that still the goal in the end to go maybe nationwide ne uh, television? Oh, I wouldn't mind doing that, but I guess it's, <laughs> it, it's choosing the platform that is going to be the easiest to use right at that moment okay. and then gro growing from there. Um, I mean, I have looked into, um, I would love to be on Chopped. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> his dreams to, to go beyond chopped. Oh my gosh. He will. He, <laughs> he's one of the hardest working people I know. I, you know, he says, this is my goal. He's going to, he's going to get there. Right. And so I think, um, you know, we're, we're using the platform that we can access right now with mm -hmm. our lifestyle. You know, I'm, like mm -hmm. I said, I teach still mm -hmm. and raising kids. So right now this, this is what, um, is working for us and we right. would like I think we would like our end goal is to maybe be on a network or or you know someplace and, like that <laughs> and if it works out with with uh, YouTube I mean that's there's nothing wrong the whole, the whole thing is is it's is yes it would be nice to be monetized um, mm -hmm. for what we do but it's also putting stuff out there to help people who who are dealing with um, the same condition that I have, or, or you know, we've done some gluten-free recipes on there because um, I have some um, family members who are uh, lactose intolerant, or not lactose. Gluten. <laughs> gluten. <laughs> Lacto I'm lactose intolerant, but, uh, <laughs> but that's not the reason I don't drink milk. But, um, um, you know, it's, it's basically just to, to reach people. And, and it, YouTube, okay. is, it's a good way. Um, and then, but we're a just hoping. A lot of hoping. different age groups we can reach. I mean, yeah. It's part of, it's really something that we love to do. It's, it's our passion. And like he said, reaching um, people and then building uh, knowledge and mm -hmm. teaching people that you can, you can do this too. You can experiment as exactly. well. So making those choices, healthy choices for yourself, don't just have to be, you know, a salad. There's so much more yeah. you can do with plant-based meals that right. I didn't realize there was just so much to do. There's a lot of variety and just getting that information out, I think is, is really important. Well, you know, I, growing up, I, I had a girlfriend who was obsessed with potatoes. <laughs> to her, the potato was the most versatile food on the planet, which leads me to ask with, with you guys, and especially with, uh, with, with the uh, types of meals that you make and create using only vegetables and, and sometimes recreating meals that traditionally didn't use vegetables. In your opinion, what is the most versatile food in the world? I have two. Okay. Chickpeas and almonds. Really? Chick okay. Chickpeas, yeah. you can make hamburgers. You can make them into a hummus. You can do salads. I do a killer chickpea salad. Oh, um, that is so good. You, <laughs> you can um, create it in... You know, like as a base, if you dry them and you powder them, you mm -hmm. can do a lot of stuff when you bake. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff you can do with chickpeas mm -hmm. and alter its flavor. So, and almonds, because you can make almond milk, you can make almond butter, you can make, you, you know, uh, cheese. They actually do a lot of vegan yeah, cheeses, use almonds cheeses, for it, you know, protein based uh, foods like that. Yeah, or you just take a handful of almonds and <laughs> you snack on them, glass of almond milk, and you're good. <laughs> Now, see, I'm going to let my ignorance fly here because, again, this chickpea salad, 
in in my in my brain in in my you know my my tv soaked video game soaked adult brain all i see is bowl uh iceberg lettuce carrots cabbage throw some chickpeas there you go what what is so special about this chickpea salad i've got to know <laughs> one of my favorites it's chickpeas it's vegan mayo um, red onion, arugula, and then um, different spices and herbs that you can you want to put in there. Um, but yeah, no carrots because I mean I love carrots, but it just doesn't fit in this this salad. In the salad, <laughs> but it is it's very it's refreshing, um, and I do it generally every now and then. You know, we did it for a Fourth of July and it was gone. Yeah, we we go to a picnic outing, and you know instead of bringing the macaroni salad we bring the chickpea salad mm -hmm. and it's gone i mean people just you know it's just different it's different it, it's got different flavors it's refreshing for the summer months um he he started with one version of it and i was mm -hmm. like oh this is good and then he changed something up in it like the third time he made it, i'm like what did you do <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> like, gotta write this down this is this is the the hit right here this mm -hmm. is the salad right here so we're always experimenting always uh trying different stuff so Okay. It's fun. It's yeah, it is. It is. I love doing it. <laughs> well, I can tell you. I can tell you guys now that uh, before this interview happened, you you already gained one subscriber. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and guys, go ahead and tell everybody where they could find uh, make make my food awesome and uh, how often you guys release episodes and and when they usually release, so that way people can come find you and, and check out what you guys are doing. Right. Well, you can go to, we, we're on Facebook under Make My Food Awesome. Yeah. Um, you can subscribe to our newsletter, which is actually, we're starting to really release the recipes to go with the YouTube. So that's www.makemyfoodawesome.com. Okay. Um, and then you can go on to the big one that we want. We want subscriptions <laughs> on YouTube too, is the www.youtube.com forward slash make my food awesome and then we release uh release episodes every monday wednesday and friday okay in addition to that um we'll release quick tips and quarantine, quarantine cocktails. cocktails so we do have <laughs> Which cocktails that's been fun um all right now i'm gonna have to watch that <laughs> yeah yes, you're gonna have to watch all those. you gotta check out the triple q which is the corpse oh. <laughs> reviver quarantine cocktail which <laughs> Wait, which I, I, I don't know if that revives you or <laughs> makes you fall over, but <laughs> no, it, that, that was fun. And um, yeah, lots and of different stuff. Gardening. Gardening, quick tips, cook quick tips. Mm. So yeah, we have. There's a, a there's good content on there. And then we do some live at fives, which are fun. Um, or, or we'll do live in the morning. We'll do breakfast. Once. Exactly. Yeah, we did one yesterday even for congratulations to the graduates. So yeah. Oh, nice. Anything planned up for uh, Father's Day? I mean, that's right around the corner. I'm sure we will have something. Yes. Yeah, we've got, <laughs> I have got the next probably three, four weeks planned out recipe-wise. Okay. Um, I mean, we, in fact, today um, we're shooting something this, later yeah. on this evening, our Monday episode, and then we'll shoot Wednesday and Friday's episodes on Sunday. And then I, I sat downstairs in the nice cool office and I edit until the wee hours of the morning. <laughs> I know that one. That and voiceovers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, 
Well, you know what? I never do this to, to guests or anything else, but I, I will say if you guys ever want to have a, uh, a guest on who has no idea what they're doing with cooking, do not call me. But because <laughs> I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to destroy your guys' uh, No, actually, actually, we had an idea about that. Remember, we were going to have live Zoom cooking lessons. Yes, yes, we and actually had talked about it. They don't have to be high stress. Well, but the we reason. Chris, if you don't want it. <laughs> well, not for me, but I was going to suggest that maybe my uh, my wife would be interested because she is the cook of the house. So that would be sure, absolutely fine. That would be fine. You guys ever like to have a guest? Let me know, and I'll I'll, I'll shoot her over to you guys. I'm sure you okay. get you no problem. That would be awesome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, guys, but guys, thank you very much for joining us again. Please go check out Make My Food Awesome. As as. As this advertisement stated, it's for everybody. It's not just for vegans and vegetarians. My dumb ass was probably, I'm not going to lie, I was sitting there eating a ham sandwich while watching. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt kind of guilty afterwards. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's funny because the ham sandwich is what, 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 got, what got me into the hospital. <laughs> there we go. Make me feel smaller. <laughs> <laughs> But no, uh, definitely check out the, it's some great, great ingredients, great show, uh, positive message. I, I can't say enough about these guys. Go give their channel some love. Like, comment, subscribe. Share, share, share it with your friends, people who cook, people who don't cook, like me, because I burn water. <laughs> <laughs> there is a story. <laughs> you know, um, I held it before we, before we go off air. I'll tell you the story. I was 15 years old and I was coming home from school and I was hungry one day. And uh, so I grabbed a pot and I filled it up with water and I put it on the burner to, to boil some hot dogs. And as a typical 15 year old, I went into the other room, turned on the TV and sat in the chair. <laughs> right. And I must've fallen asleep because I woke up to the smoke alarm going off and here, what had happened is the water had boiled out of the pot and the pot, caught fire and melted oh, oh my goodness <laughs> since, since then i'm the only person in history ever to burn water <laughs> oh my gosh well <laughs> i'm glad you, you didn't catch the house on fire <laughs> yes me too <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that's why that as my wife says i'm not even allowed in the kitchen it's <laughs> <laughs> probably a good call on her part <laughs> yeah, probably <laughs> Oh man, but guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, thank you. If, if you enjoyed this episode in any capacity, hit that thumbs up button, like, share, comment, subscribe, check out all the other great podcasts from Miss Entertainment. And of course, audio only fans, we got you covered. Just check us out on Anchor, on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, uh, iTunes. We just got to iTunes. Hey, you know, awesome. <laughs> anywhere you can find quality podcasts, you can find us. And again, Mark, Tricia, it was an absolute honor. I had a blast. Thank you for joining us. Thank, Thank you very you. much. We had a great time. <laughs> All right. Check out their show, Make My Food Awesome. And guys, I will catch you on the next Breaking the Fourth Wall. 
Hey guys, it's Chris from Realm of the Mist Entertainment. If you enjoyed this video, please hit that thumbs up button. Like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out all the other great podcasts that can be found on Realm of the Mist Entertainment's YouTube channel or our sister channel, Sounds Dicey Gaming, for all your tabletop needs. And if you prefer your podcasts in audio-only format, check out Realm of the Mist Entertainment on Anchor.fm, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever quality podcasts can be heard. To our Patreon supporters, we thank you very, very much. And if you're interested in being a Patreon supporter, please go over to patreon.com slash realm of the mist and just a dollar a month gives you exclusive content and helps our channel out greatly. Guys, again, thank you very much for joining us and we will see you on the next episode.